Hello and welcome to this episode of Liberate Her. I am your host. My name is Jasmine and I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you are watching on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button, share, follow, comment. I'd love to hear your feedback, your thoughts. And if you're listening via podcast, please also rate, share, subscribe, and comment. Today, we're going to take a look at grief, COVID grief to be specific. This is something that we are experiencing in this wild ride that is 2020. I saw a meme that said, we are not in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm. And I thought this explained our position or my position in 2020 pretty well. We all have faced some type of unexpected loss this year due to the coronavirus and from the response of our leadership regarding the coronavirus. And as a child, when I heard the word grief, I always associated the word with the death of a loved one. As I got older, I learned through experience and witnessing others that grief can definitely be experienced through multiple things in life alongside of course the loss of a loved one this year we were forced into like an immediate quarantine with little to no warning if any the quarantine affected every country in the world and we have even witnessed some countries most countries close their borders to americans out of protection of their own citizens If you're anything like me, you had some pretty awesome plans for 2020. Vacations, birthday celebrations, advancements in careers, but none of that went as planned due to COVID. I know people that had to cancel weddings, they've had to cancel birthday celebrations. I've seen people lose jobs, people have lost homes, and of course, because of the virus, people have actually lost loved ones. People with no sign of sickness, no signs of slowing down at any time, are now gone. We're also grieving the ability to even normally say your goodbyes to a loved one due to the restrictions of certain hospitals, of all hospitals, you couldn't even get in to see, you know, the person that was sick, the person that may have passed on. So that level of grief back to back can definitely have an impact on someone's state of mind, their emotions and their well-being. The level of loss that we're working through as a country and individually is pretty massive. We have experienced almost a collective grief with major figures even with like Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Boseman, RBG, and many others. And we also have watched members of the black community be brutally murdered by the police. We are in grief. While we are in our different boats of grief, different reasons of grief, We're all in that same storm. Grief will look different on all of us because it's unique to our own situation. It's unique and it's also not a linear process. We've all had to face different levels of loss and we're all built differently. So we're going to react and respond and even walk that journey 
different. Even if you aren't in a position where you are grieving the normality of life and how things used to be, you may know someone around you that is. So if anything, you can take this and help them. If anything, you can take this and be a source of light for someone around you who is going through a difficult time right now. The commonly listed stages of grief are denial and isolation, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So although the stages are listed, there is no order. Again, grief is not linear. We don't go from step one to two to three to four. Sometimes we bounce around. Sometimes we get stuck. Personally, I was stuck in anger for a few months. I was so angry at my old job. I was very angry at the leadership. I was angry that I didn't pay attention to world news like I should have. Just the silliest things in my mind of of why I was in this position, but that was my brain and almost like a defense mechanism to protect itself. So the first one is denial and isolation. And you may find yourself saying things like, this can't be real, this is not happening. I can't believe this is happening. You can't come to terms with what was just lost. Anger, who can I blame? What should I've done different? And that anger for me, it came from like hindsight perspective. Like if only I would have known about this sooner, I would have done something to protect myself from experiencing this loss. Then bargaining can also come with a wave of guilt. Going back and forth with woulda, shoulda, coulda, if only. The next stage is depression. And that for me, it looked like a heaviness and just a lack of desire, hopelessness. Didn't see a future. I couldn't see past, you know, what was happening to me right now in the moment. And it seemed yucky, it's dark, it's like this cloud that you just can't escape. And sometimes you can't explain it. You can look totally fine on the outside, but on the inside, there's just this feeling of heaviness. The last stage is acceptance. This is where you can step aside and see a glimpse of light in the situation. There's a small voice, there's a small push something inside of you that helps you keep going to continue walking out your journey through grief. And again, while there are certain steps to grief, it's not a one to five process. It's very unique to the person. Some people go through all the stages. Some people skip stages. Some people get stuck at stages. Some people go back and forth. There's no five point plan to snap out of it. It's something that has to be walked out day by day until the sting is a bit more bearable. For me, the loss that I went through this year regarding like my job and the house I was gonna purchase and even like this a small thing like health insurance, you don't realize how important or how needed something like that is until it's not there anymore. So for me, I would get angry when I needed to go to the doctor or I needed to have like a checkup on my knee 
And I couldn't because I didn't have health insurance. And then I would get angry all over again at my previous job um, about the layoff. And then that would lead me to depression where, wow, I have no income. I have no sense of belonging. I'm not like going out into into society and doing my part. Even the loss of that identity as a working citizen or just getting up normally every morning, getting dressed, feeling good about yourself, walking out, going to work. Like that sense of normality was lost to all of us. I never realized how much I connected with that, with being a a part of society like that. I'm at the place now where I have come to more acceptance of the situation. I'm grateful. There are things that I have accomplished that I don't believe I would have accomplished if I was still working or even if I was a new homeowner right now, I would be pretty preoccupied with other things. And also, and honestly, I'm at a place where I am incredibly grateful that My family is still here and I have people around me that are still here, whether we have, you know, battled the coronavirus or not. Um, Everyone that I am connected to has been blessed to survive. I know that there are some people who are dealing with the sudden loss of a loved one at this time and it's not easy. It's a tough thing. And the last thing that I want to try to push is a toxic positivity where I've heard people say well at least this 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 well be glad that this 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 in my opinion that can be pretty dismissive people are really going through it everyone is not thriving some of us are thriving some of us are surviving and some of us are in the middle So what now? What are the next steps? I feel the next thing we need to work on is really being compassionate, is tapping into our empathetic selves, understanding one another. No one can tell you or me how exactly to overcome grief. No one can tell us how long we're supposed to grieve because that's rude and it's pretty insensitive. What we can do is see one another, is hear one another, and be with one another to walk out the process. I did not want to have this moment and try to shove what you should be doing or how you should be viewing your situation down your throat. Um, I think there are enough people online doing that right now. If anything, I wanted to bring awareness to some feelings that you may not have been able to describe to bring awareness, even if you're not, you know, feeling any, any sense of loss, or if you're not, if you're able to go through your level of grief quicker than others, I wanted to open your eyes to see others around you or to see those that are around you that may not be able to move through it as quickly. That was the goal of this podcast, um, of this episode today is really to just enlighten you and to hopefully spark some type of compassion and some type of empathy. I know we're gonna come out of this a strong people, 
because we are strong people. But we also have to be realistic with where we are. And I don't believe in masking emotion. Um, I don't believe in worshiping emotion, but you do have to see it and address it so you can heal from it and start the process of moving forward. I know for some of us, it can be really a heavy time. It can be a dark time, but I am a witness that even though weeping may happen for a night, joy will come in the morning. We just have to persevere through that night season. So I know we're gonna come out of this strong. We're gonna come out of this with more bravery, with more focus. And I also believe we're moving into a space of where we have to end interactions and connections and perspectives that no longer serve us. Um, time is of the essence and there's no space for anything inauthentic. If there is something, if God has placed something on your heart or if you have a, a little voice inside of you giving you ideas, giving you instructions, pray and move. Move your feet, move your feet. I hope this was helpful. I'm an advocate for journaling. I do believe that that is such a helpful, well, for me, it's really helpful um, for my mental health and for just organizing emotions and organizing thoughts and feelings. So if this episode sparked any thoughts, any um, feelings, definitely try to journal or even seek therapy, seek an ally, someone who would listen to you, um, just vent for a moment and also be kind to yourself. Your 100% is going to look different every day. The last thing you want to do is beat yourself up. And I know I'm really bad at that myself, but that has definitely been something I am working on and have been working on over quarantine is being kind to myself because I am showing up and I'm doing the best that I can for that day. So thank you for listening. Please like, share, comment, subscribe if you have not. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.